0: My name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. It is a podcast in which I will be releasing an audiobook of the Blue Book of Stories, a new story every episode, and also I'm going to be featuring some special exclusive interviews with characters from the stories. I think it'll be really exciting. I'm very excited about it. This is the introduction to the Blue Book of Stories mr l walked between the rows of desks in his fifth grade classroom monitoring silent reading time there was something odd today something he couldn't quite place no one fidgeted not a single hand went up to ask for the bathroom no poorly disguised fart noise caused a storm of giggles this was strange this was actual silence something must be wrong mr l examined each boy he passed but all seemed to be reading quietly. Never in his years of teaching had he experienced such total silence during reading time. The all-boy elementary school had only three grades, third, fourth, and fifth, and Mr. L. had taught classes in each one. He would even taught a class in the adjacent middle school, and in his extensive experience as a teacher of young boys, there was nothing silent about silent reading time. Instead, Silent reading time was a perpetual battle between student and teacher, a battle that the teacher often lost, but not today. Mr. L returned to his desk and watched his students carefully. Leo sat closest to him, engaged in a large book with black and white pictures of World War I soldiers. Timmy, Leo's best friend and sidekick, had his nose an inch from a book on aquatic life. Porge, Jake, and Greg, all read the same serial fantasy novel about wizards who become superstar athletes, then turn into spies. Apparently, that was engrossing. Greg turned the pages so quickly, he almost tore them off. Charlie, Mr. L's best student, had a copy of Crime and Punishment propped on his desk. Earlier, he'd asked Mr. L about a recommended translation. Mr. L made a mental note to check with Charlie's parents about this. There were certainly some themes in that book which might be considered inappropriate for a fifth grader. Then Mr. L stiffened. His gaze had traveled to Albert, who was also reading a copy of Crime and Punishment. Albert was not Mr. L's best student. He was not even close to top five or ten. Mr. L swiftly stood and walked over to Albert's desk. Albert shifted around. But Mr. L couldn't see what he was doing until he reached him. Albert, he whispered, what are you reading? Just a book, said Albert quickly. Mr. L grabbed it. He turned some of the pages. It was crime and punishment. Interesting, he said. What made you want to read this? Charlie recommended it, Albert answered. He said it had murder and stuff, and I thought that was cool. Mr. L paused. Albert blinked up at him. Do you like it? Mr. L asked. It's all right, I guess. Mr. L glanced around the classroom. All the faces were turned toward him, watching. He realized that now he was disrupting their silent reading. Mr. L returned the book to Albert's desk. Okay, he said. Well, uh, if you don't understand it, you can always try something else. Albert nodded. Then he reopened the book and flipped to the page he was on. Mr. L stared at him as if trying to solve a difficult puzzle. That's when he saw, out of the corner of his eye, Jeffrey. Jeffrey was reading a colorful book with a prancing unicorn on the cover. This was not unusual for Jeffrey, but the book was upside down. Silently, Mr. L slid round the desk and behind Jeffrey. Jeffrey was so captivated by his book that he didn't notice. Other boys did, though, and looked on with wide eyes. Leo cleared his throat, as if trying to warn Jeffrey. Jeffrey didn't hear. He turned another page, entranced. Mr. L leapt forward and snatched the book from his hand. To his surprise, another book fell out and onto the floor. It was small and fit behind the pages of the unicorn book. As Mr. L stooped to pick it up, every boy in the class held his breath. Jeffrey trembled. Mr. L examined the cover dark blue with golden lettering the blue book of stories mr. L turned it over in his hands confused Jeffrey what's this he said um said Jeffrey
1: a, a book sir
0: what book when Jeffrey didn't answer mr. L looked away from the book to stare at him the boy appeared earnest Mr. L. wondered what sort of horrors could be in this book that made it so secret and so appealing to the likes of Jeffrey. He glanced around the classroom, and sure enough, the same blue cover was sticking out of other books or hastily crammed into desks or hidden in laps. This was the reason for the silence. They were all reading the same book. Jeffrey, what is this book? Mr. L. repeated. Sorry, sir, Jeffrey stammered. But, but, but it's not for you, not for me, and uh, no, sir. Well, who's it for then? Geoffrey didn't answer. Mr. L tried again. What is this book? Geoffrey glanced around the classroom at the other boys. Then he looked back to the teacher and said, It's a book about my life, sir. The bell rang to signify the end of silent reading. Mister L dismissed the class, and they pushed out the door for break. Geoffrey held out his hands for his book but Mr. L did not give it back. I'm going to look at this a bit closer, Jeffrey, he said. I'll return it to you after break. Disappointed, Jeffrey joined the others outside the classroom. Mr. L walked back to his desk. The fifth graders gathered at the window, sneaking glances to see if he was reading the book. Instead, he sat down and propped up their history textbook, Explorers and Visionaries of the 16th Century. His students lost interest, or pretended to, and meandered away. And after a moment, Mr. L snuck the blue book of stories between the pages of his textbook. He was supposed to monitor their recess, but figured a few minutes reading wouldn't hurt. He needed to see what was in this strange book that Jeffrey and the other boys had tried to hide. He flipped through quickly. It appeared to be short stories. Then, The names of the characters caught his eye. In fact, one character in particular. He glanced over his shoulder. Where in the world had they found this book? Then Mr. L could control himself no longer. He turned to the first chapter and began to read. I am joined right now by actually a special guest for today and this is this is Jeffrey Jeffrey please say hi
1: hi
0: okay so Jeffrey is uh how old now
1: I'm I'm 10
0: okay Jeffrey's 10 years old and so you're in fifth grade Jeffrey yes sir okay and uh thank you for joining me on the podcast here um do you want to maybe say a little bit about why you're here
1: well uh you called my mom and you said uh, you were doing a doing a podcast for the stories that uh, that you wrote about me and my friends, and uh, she said uh, that you asked her if maybe I could do it, and I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I could do it, and uh, so so I so I came.
0: All right, uh, that was a that was a great story, um, but I, I'm just I'm kind of you know what maybe you can explain what your relationship is to the Blue Book of Stories. Oh,
1: oh yeah, um, my name's in it a lot
0: it is wow that's that's exciting why is your name in the blue book of stories
1: well it's it's kind of about me um it's a book about my life uh there's a lot of there's there's a lot of stories about 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 jeffrey jeffrey's me um and actually oh actually uh something i said my words are 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 on on the on the cover of the book
0: the cover of the book—that's very
1: impressive. Yeah, yeah. It says, uh, the, "the the best and only book I've ever read." True story. Um, true, true. it's, it's the only book I've read, and and it, it is also the best.
0: Is it is it still the only book you've ever read?
1: Uh, yes, sir. Well, well, I've read it twice. Does that count?
0: Well, I, that still makes it the only book.
1: Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, but anyway, so so that that's right there. That's on the cover. Um, and you could, you. Could, I mean, some people say I'm famous. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm a little bit famous, but um. I try not to get like a big head about it, um, but, but yeah, 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 I'm famous. I'm, I'm pretty famous. I mean, I mean, I do podcasts now.
0: Well, yeah, apparently. I mean, you're, you're in this room talking to me. So uh, congratulations, Jeffrey. You've, you've really made it.
1: Yeah, I know. I know.
0: Part of the podcast is telling stories, but the other part is, you know, providing some insight into this, like the crazy mind of the person who wrote the stories.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are crazy.
0: Well, thanks, Jeffrey.
1: No, but like not in a
0: good way. What kind of crazy am I?
1: <laughs> you like the kind of crazy that the crazy person that that talks to themselves
0: okay you have no uh you know you have no evidence that i would just sit around talking to myself that's that makes no sense
1: well i don't know um
0: i feel like uh
1: right now <clears throat> what uh did i say something
0: jeffrey are you are you taunting me right now honestly like I, it's a little bit off-putting for me uh, what, what's off-putting well i mean i I'm excited about this podcast. I'm excited about this audiobook. I have one of the characters from the book here and you come in here and and you're making fun of me. Mr. Mr. L I Okay, I'm not Mr. L. I'm Tom Langano. I wrote those stories. Uh, okay. I'm um, Mr. L. No. You, you can just call me Tom.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. I'm um,
0: Mr. Tom. A- yes, Jeffrey.
1: I uh, I'm sorry. I I didn't realize that you had um that you were uh, so so sensitive. I just uh I, I wanted this podcast to maybe be a way like um I think I think maybe um I think maybe in some of the stories like I come across as like uh, not very smart, um and I just wanted to you know kind of kind of show that like I have a lot to say, um I have a lot of thoughts, um and this podcast could be a good way for me to like show those thoughts in a in a way that's um maybe better than your poorly written stories
0: do. Wait, excuse me. What? Sorry, did I say something? You, you sorry you you I think you just said that the stories that I wrote about you and your friends mm-hmm. you said they were poorly written did did I say that yeah yeah you just did
1: no no I didn't
0: it, you literally just it's recorded I mean we could we could rewind the recording and see what you said but I'm pretty sure you just said that they were poorly written stories
1: well I mean they're yeah,
0: let's they they weren't the best-written stories. Uh, Jeffrey, why don't you write your own stories, okay? Why, why don't you write your own stories, and then we can see which is a good or a bad story, all right? You, you know what else? You've only read one book. You've read one book, all right? This is the only book you've ever read. So on what basis are you critiquing my stories, okay? On what basis? That's what I want to know.
1: So you uh, you feel pretty big? What? You feel, feel pretty big right now?
0: Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't feel feel big. Did not make you feel big to... Are you with the ten-year-old? Uh, I'm sorry,
1: M- Mr. Tom. Not nothing's perfect, and uh, you just gotta you just gotta realize that you know you can you can try really really hard at something and
0: and still fail. Thanks, thanks, Jeffrey. Hey, you're welcome. Okay, well, I think at, at that point we're gonna we're gonna end the interview. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, please subscribe if you like it. Tell us what you think in the comments and in the reviews. You can contact me through TomLongano.com with any questions um, or any other feedback you might have. This podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. The Blue Book of Stories is available on Amazon and also Tom Longano's personal website. And one last thing, please, you know, share with friends. If you like this, uh, spread it around. But thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun for us. We hope it is just as much fun for you. See you next time.